welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. This is the Eclipse edition. And today I'm going to have some Eclipse talk with a very good friend of mine who I also would consider a spiritual guide. A um, I, There's so much to describe her. It's hard to use one sentence or one title to just say who she is because my spiritual journey smacked me right dead against her <laughs> in our discovery of different things that we wanted to do. Please welcome to Spiritual Gangsta Certified, my dear friend, Rosita Brooks. Hi, Zita. Hello, everyone. <laughs> you should probably tell them that I'm loud. <laughs> well, loud is good, especially during Leo season. We are, we definitely feel a little bit more propelled, not just to be ourselves, but to let everybody know we're being ourselves. So feel free to be boisterous. Feel free to be loud. Feel free, most importantly, to be you. And the reason why I wanted you on here is because since we're in eclipse season and we're experiencing this humongous full moon lunar eclipse tomorrow, I know because I've had conversations with you before where we've talked about releasing shit. <laughs> no, yes. no other way to put it other than when shit gotta go it gotta go and how to handle that in a way that best honors yourself yes and i've been doing a lot of that more than i thought i would be at this point in life i love it i love it because it's scary to let stuff go it is it, it is it's very scary because you don't know what's on the other end of letting that go yes and that fear keeps you kind of dormant it keeps you it you know in the corner because you don't know what's around you know you don't know what else is out there on the other side of that it's, it's scary yes i like it the way you put you that out. yes in the corner with the dunce cap on too because you yes you stuck hiding in the corner just you know cowering in the corner i hate to say cowering but it's like it's the it's the only way to describe it. You don't know what's out there. And it's it's real hard to step outside of your comfort zone. Yes. And we're going to be forced to do that. I mean. Yes. I'm. Oh, you know that <laughs> I have been stepping outside of mine so much. So I'm just like, I need to like nap for the rest of the summer and <laughs> wait till the fall before I step out again. <laughs> but it's a good thing that you've taken the chance to actually do that because that's something that's very hard for people to do, even people that would call themselves like highly spiritual and, you know, yeah. really into whatever it is, you know, from cards to astrology, um, to anything. And they'll still want to get stuck in their little cycle. So yeah. when we like initially started talking about releasing stuff because we have these conversations everybody <laughs> where it's like mostly we're sending voice messages on the fly because it's easier to do that and it's just like we came up with this thing and we wanted to share it with everybody because it's so fitting for eclipse season we're saying things are getting eclipsed shit is just yeah. getting eclipsed that's how you're dropping that dead weight that's how you're focusing on the shit that you should be focusing on to be your best self. So eclipse it all, right? <laughs> Definitely. I refer to everything as, okay, as soon as I see the realization of what something is, I'm like, okay, I see you're on the chopping block. Eclipse yes. that shit. Yes. Like, it's just, 
know, catch these scissors. Like I'm cutting whatever the hell is coming my way that I don't, uh, you know, that I'm not in tune with. Mm-hmm. You can catch these scissors. <laughs> I love it. Catch the scissors. Catch them. Like no regrets. I love no. that because, and for me, and I know you can relate a little when we were in cancer season, like when we had the last eclipse, that eclipse didn't feel as clip, clip, snip, snip as this yeah. one does. Oh my God. It was so emotional. I have never, you you know, I don't like crying yep. at all or feeling vulnerable and even in the least bit. And I have cried, I think, 137 times. <laughs> Oh, damn. In the run of that whole, I was just like, I can't stop. I don't know what to do. I am crying so much. I mean, like, I go in the store and they don't have my orange juice and I'm just crying. <laughs> She's I'm absolutely just crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm falling apart at the seams because I can't find my favorite pen. Just crying. <laughs> Cancer season is shit. Okay. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It's, it's shit, you know? I mean, it, everything about it. Like, I I can't find the the note that I wrote for myself to post it, and I'm and I'm crying. I mean, I, it's it's ridiculous. I hated it. I could not even stand myself. Like, who are you? You don't even know who you are. You're crying all the time. Who is this person? You don't cry. What is happening here? That's a perfect example of something that I tell people all the time, because regardless of how your natal chart is set up, when transits happen and we experience these different seasons, we got to pay attention to what the seasons in fact mean. So cancer season was the start of summer. It was a cardinal, um, cardinal water sign, which means cardinal starts off something, kicks it off. So it's the energy that it's the impetus to push shit forward. And then the water, of course, is emotions. So what it did was it basically kicked all of us in the fields and was like, you're going to catch these feelings. It was horrible. Oh, yes. Horrible. Yes. I don't even know how many voice messages I sent you that I was just like (laughs) snotting. (laughs) It's okay because I was snotting back. I I felt like I was melting into the floor. Just like, somebody, please come and do something with me. I don't know who I am. I don't know what's happening. I don't know where I'm going. I need help. I am a mess. We all felt like that. I feel like so many people did. The energies were so heavy because we also experienced the energy of the sun being in cancer. And then... Mars went retrograde. So basically the outward aggression that we would usually express is like pushed inward. So a lot of people weren't handling that well because that leads to sudden outbursts. I'm sure you had yeah. some weird experiences with people where you're like, why, 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 why you just flip out like that? Did I yeah. like, did I miss something? <laughs> like the, the thing with me, it, it felt like I was having, like I, I was present for the most part, mm-hmm. but it felt like I was, it was just an out of body experience. Like I was just watching everything happen around me mm. and just looking at people like, you know, what, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, <laughs> all at the, at the same time, mind you, I'm asking what's the, what the fuck is wrong with you all while I'm breaking down on the inside. Like you can't fall apart because I'm falling apart. Somebody is going to have to take control of the situation. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. So the the external portion of it was watching everybody else do it. And then internally, you're like, oh, dear God, um, I have to hold it together because obviously these yeah. other people can't hold it together. And, and for me, I understand that because even though I have that Piscean energy with, you know, my sun and my Mercury, my my moon, my Capricorn moon be like, baby, what is you doing? why did you just cry did you let people see it did you let them hear it are you serious you're supposed to have rest in bitch face 24 7 like so i totally get it so you're watching you know i my cat moon does not like ridiculous emotional displays like so you can imagine my libra being you know (laughs) the peacekeeper and then my scorpio over here like talking in my ear like no you know, fuck shit up. <laughs> like we want to get no, to the I'm, core of that. Yes, be, be loud and obnoxious and fuck shit up. What are you doing? My Libra's like, no, we can't do that. We need balance. And my Scorpio's like, no, we don't. We don't need balance. What the fuck do we need balance for? And so I'm just, I'm at a just, I'm just fighting myself. That's and, a good and point. It's, and it's just the endless. It's it's ridiculous. And the fight with ourselves, I feel like, is coming to culmination tomorrow because we had all of that cancer season to deal with them feels leo is ruled by the sun so it wants the spotlight shown leo energy is boisterous as hell if it doesn't get an opportunity to shine in its true essence it isn't happy so yeah the full moon is going to be at four degrees tomorrow of aquarius which is the opposing sign of leo And I don't know how some people feel during a full moon usually. Um, You know, I tell people all the time that are like, why do you even say people are affected by the moon? That's ridiculous. Like, oh, I do too. Like, and I, I hate, I hate saying the word hate, but, (laughs) but, but still, I, I hate that because if you, you know, the moon does affect you, it affects you a lot. And with us having our, our, our North node, yes. Leo, yes, you know, and then, I mean, look, I'm, come on, look at Libra. Everybody knows Libra, you know, <laughs> and then, social gonna, sign I'm par excellence. I'm not going to even just go into, everybody knows Libra. But you can't help and, it. <laughs> and then everybody know like, Le- I am at a constant battle with myself because Libra is the social butterfly. Yes. And then Scorpio's over here like, you know, fuck you. Yeah. The, you know? Yeah. And then so I have this moon energy and it's just like, okay. I'm just gonna tap out and I'm gonna sit here over here on the couch and I'm gonna let y'all battle it out. <laughs> You're like, I'm not even I a really part of this. At this point. <laughs> I, I have no earthly idea what to do at this point. I'm 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 constantly at a struggle with being a social butterfly mm-hmm. and being like, you know, fuck you. I hate all the people <laughs> for being Scorpio Moon. I got you. And then not to mention, you know, that I'm an INTJ. Yes. You know, I, I don't even it's, there's days that I don't even know who the fuck I am. You know what? And I, I think that's a brave thing to say and to admit because we live in a society where people are so worried about 
how they come off, who they're presented to be, especially with social media and different things like that. Yeah. You know, they would never even cop to the fact that sometimes it's difficult to even stand in your own shoes and own your identity yeah. and, and know what that identity is. You but know, do you know that I'm I'm finding that I'm finding more of who I am in not knowing who I am, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. It you does. Know? I, I'm I'm finding I'm you know I'm finding all the ways that I am a Libra. I'm finding all the ways that I am a Scorpio. I'm finding all the ways that I'm a rare Libra INTJ because Libra and INTJ they they normally don't mix. Okay. I know that that's more of my Scorpio moon. Mm -hmm. But the more that I that um I, I delve into who I think I'm not, I find that I am. Ah. That doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but True. um, it you know, as you go, it, it makes. I mean, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to people that understand astrology and people that understand, you know, um, personality and everything like that. Mm -hmm. It's like I, it's like you know, I know who I am, but then sometimes I don't. But I am very open to to um, discovering um, who I actually. I'm becoming. And you know what else that is too? Um, because you know I'm nosy and I be in your chart. <laughs> and and I'm I... all about it. I'm like, hey, hey, dip in there. Dip in there and tell me something because I need to know. And it's weird because I was just reminded of this today on Facebook by two amazing people. It Astro Pluto Queen and Ty Phoenix were both talking about a placement that they have and that we have. And that placement would be Pluto in the first house. Yes. And Pluto's all about death, sex, transformation. It rules Scorpio. So if you're feeling even more Scorpionic besides your moon, you know, with that placement in your first house, that would make a lot of sense. But what they were talking about is a portion of the placement that is difficult that I know that you've dealt with and I know that I've dealt with. And it's this, that for some reason, when you have Pluto in the first house, people, it's, it's very extreme. They either really love you or really hate you. And then some people really yes. don't like you off top and you don't know, you didn't even do anything, but they just yes. have this disdain and you're just like, wow, like really? <laughs> I've said that like all my life, like either you're going to love me to death and be just completely mesmerized by me, or you're going to loathe me and hate, like at the, the minute I step into the room, mm -hmm. the whole atmosphere is going to change. Yes. It's, it's, it's either one or the other, you know, but I, but also I found that the people that completely accept you and they're just mesmerized by you are the people that are open-minded. The people that are closed-minded, they are the ones that loathe you. They don't know how to take you because yeah. you come into the room with, um, you have intensity. So many aspects yes. Of yourself, yes. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not just simply a Libra. You know, you're not just simply a Scorpio moon. You're not a Libra ascending. You have, and I, I, you know, I even told you one time that, mm -hmm. um, like you can have room A, B, and C. I can step in room A 
and B wouldn't recognize me. I could step in room B and A and C wouldn't recognize me. I could step in room C and A and B wouldn't recognize me. Right. Because we're able to adapt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the fact that we're able to adapt to any situation, it throws some people off. They don't really know how to take us. Yes. And it depends on our, our setting. We can just completely morph into, and it's not, you know, I hate when people label it as fake. It's not being fake. It's Mm -hmm. just that we're able to easily adapt to what we're surrounded by. Yes. And that Pluto in the first house would also point to us experiencing in our lifetime, just as part of it all the time. It's natural energy to us to constantly, constantly be reinventing ourselves. So like, you know, the death of whatever you did before, and now you're reinventing yourself. You're a Phoenix rising, you know, through, through the, it's ashes and becoming something new. And some people are like, so put off, like by that, how dare you not be who you were yesterday? Well, because exactly. They get used to who you are. And I tell people all the time, don't get complacent with who you know me to be right hmm. now. I can dig because it. Because I can change five minutes later and I can be a completely different person because I adapt to my surroundings. I adapt to whatever is going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Don't ever get complacent with who you know me to be at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm ever changing. And that, that's just who I am. And I feel like to be connected to me or to be a close friend of mine, you have to be willing to adapt to my constant changes. I, I you know, there's that's nothing that I can control. Mm-hmm. It's just who I am in this world, in this life, in this body. I am constantly evolving. I'm constantly yes, changing. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> that's a beautiful thing. Change is. I the- think it is. I, I really, you know, at, when I was younger, I used to think that it was a bad thing, and it used to like, you know, it just seems like I don't even know who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm one way one minute, and I'm one way the next. And people try to stamp it with like bipolar. It, it's not. It's not. I'm just able to adapt to whatever is going on, and my, my, my DNA, my, my body chemistry, everything about me readjusts. Even in the moment, you right. know what I mean. It doesn't have to just be a day; it can be within the next five minutes. I am a different person, you know. And when you're truly connected to somebody, you um, you tune into that. That's true. I feel true. like people that are closed-minded, they can't tune into that. They don't understand why you're changing. They're like, you know, you're you're one side, you're one way this minute, you're this way the next minute you're bipolar that's just so you fit in a category that's comfortable to them yes their comfortability is more important to them than your growth and your purpose and that's a scary thing especially because another aspect that you have in your chart your son is in your first house so your son's your vitality so like you're you have a strong presence period so if your presence yeah. is that strong, people get used to you the way that they met you. They can't imagine yeah. you being any different. You know what I mean? Exactly. They they feel like threatened by you changing. Like, wait, did you just pull the wool over my eyes and make me think yeah. you're somebody you weren't? But you're an ever-changing individual. And, yeah. you know, people can't accept change, even though it's the only thing that's always going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's funny to me that, um, cause you know, there's times that I'm super shy and I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just real timid and, um, you, but you would think that, that the ability to adapt 
mm-hmm. in the way that we do wouldn't even be possible by somebody by someone that's so timid it shows you that that's just your makeup that's just who you are yes you know it's nothing that you're commanding this is just who you are this is who you came into the world to be this is just who you are as a person experiencing life in this human experience yes I'm, i'm i'm so shy at times but then there are people that i'm around that i'm just I'm loud and I am every bit of who I am, mm-hmm. you know, it just, I mean, it, it, it just kind of boggles me how that works, you know? Got you. I, and, and I, and I understand that because I often feel that uh, because I require, and this is empath shit. And I know you understand empath shit being one yourself. Um, I require time to pull away from people. Like when it's like, I don't want to people. I'm not peopling right now. Yeah. I'm not peopling today. <laughs> if yeah. people don't like it, people can catch these hands <laughs> because I don't feel catch like people. Yeah, you no. catch these scissors, get eclipsed. Um, <laughs> the funniest thing about that to me is like, okay, because we have a lot of like similar placements, both being Libra Risings. Mm-hmm. And we we already know that's the social sign. So how can you naturally come off to other people? This is even confusing for us at times, but it's just how we're made. How can you come off at times to people as so, oh, I I just want to be about all the things and all the people and all the beauty in the world and floating from here to there, but then be like, you know what? (laughs) Um, Y'all energy is too much. I need to go sit down. Matter of fact. I don't understand how, um, because people have always kind of just, flock to me for social interaction and i'm just like how are you reading me i am not about any of these things that you are coming to me people always want to come to me for like um you know advice or listen to this or let me tell you what happened you know this day or whatever and i'm just looking at them like i i I don't don't care (laughs) i mean not to be mean but sometimes i'm so caught up in my my daydream yes my thoughts um, what I'm trying to aspire to be and the things that I have going on, what inside of me is radiating so bright that you feel like, you, you know, you feel welcomed when I'm not even sending out the welcome signal. Oh, but you, you know, always I mean, are. It's so crazy. It's crazy because that, that you are. Yes, the people just run to you like, hey, and you're just like, <laughs> what is happening? What is happening right now that you felt like you should come to me. And I, you know, I even had one person tell me um, he was confiding in me some things and he just kind of like laid out his life and what was going on. And he said, I don't know why I'm so drawn to tell you things. He said, I think it's because you just you just don't pass judgment. You just you, you make space for people to be who they are. And that was my first time of actually having a realization of like, OK, I can understand that. I do make space for people to be who they are. So I can kind of understand why people want to come to me and mm, tell me things. I got you. You know, but at the same time, I'm just not a people person. It's it's the healing energy, too, that, that yeah. one emits, especially as an empath. I mean, like I told you before, I'm the person on the bus that for some reason, people just want to sit down and tell me stuff. And you're just like, did you really just say that? 
Like, I just, I, I kind of wanted to sit here and just listen to my, my music. Yeah, headphones being in and everything. You know what I mean? I sat down and so I paused it. And, <laughs> and I was listening to what you said. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, well. And I'm like, I get whole life stories from people that I don't know. And Things that you don't want, that you would live life so much better not knowing. <laughs> like, I, I, I won't be able to ever look at you. <laughs> The same, I can't even make eye contact with you because you felt like you needed to tell. Why do people want to just pour out their soul? There, I have people that pour out like their darkest, just the things that they have done that they don't even want to tell anybody. And they're they have told me like I don't even know why I just told you that. I don't know either. <laughs> You're but like darn if I know. Really, I was really into the music I was listening to, and then here you you, you just sat down and you started saying things. <laughs> And you know what's funny about all this? Because this is the perfect time in Leo season where you can unapologetically be like, I do not have time for yeah. you. And it not... I don't want any part of this. Yes. So I'm going to need you to stop. <laughs> the energy of the universe is currently supporting you looking out for number one uh, yeah. with, with Leo energy being about self-boisterous. Now, of, of course, you know, every sign has its positive and negative aspects. But, you yeah. know, hopefully we can step into the positives. And one of them is I'm shining. This is my time. I'm regal. I'm royal. What do yeah. I want to do? The focus is on me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's but sing As 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 a person that like um finds inspiration and um uh, inspiration in everything that people say, all of their experiences, um, not just yours, other people's experiences and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I find myself like listening to what they say because it may spark an idea or spark uh. some kind of inspiration into some blog post gotcha. or something I can write about later or something I can reflect on later. I'm finding myself uh, taking in what they're saying, maybe not even really being present, but just present enough that I take in what they're saying. And in taking in what they're saying, I'm giving them what they need, but I'm also taking from it what they need. It's kind of like a give and take. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's an exchange. I, I can dig it without it being too invasive. Um, yeah, for it's you. like you just tune out and you, you absorb it for like, you know, that may be inspirational later and you put it in your, you know, you put it in the back of your mind, <laughs> you, you, you go it. on and you just let them go on with whatever they're saying. Yes, yes. And I feel like what you're talking about is something to think about too, because Mercury went retrograde today. And I know that's going to make yes. some people um, scurry off into the closet and hide for the next three Mercury weeks. Mercury is so rude. <laughs> so why do you have to so go re retrograde? I, You know what's weird? And I don't know if a lot of people feel like this, even though I've kind of read some things here and there that would lead me to believe that, you know, I'm not the only one that thinks like this, but I have natal Mercury retrograde. So it kind of feels natural to me. Yeah. To like when we go back into this energy, like I'm not that bothered by it, but I do yeah. notice that I still have to deal with how everybody else is coping with it. That's exactly <laughs> that's what it is. And this is when people pop up that you were like, um, yeah, I thought, uh, what? Oh, you texting me? 
why? <laughs> like, yeah. it's the time I for that. I phone they were like, okay, whatever. Like, I, I, I should just, you know, change my number. But then I think about all of the other connections and I'd really have to, you know, I would have to send out a mass, you know, text. Like, hey, my number changed. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Here lately, I've been just taking in, you know, whoever has the connection to me, if they say something, mm-hmm. I just kind of, if it's not something I'm really feeling, I'll let it go in one ear or out the other. Mm. You know, if it's, if I can't look like I've tried to help you and I can't, I just let it go in one ear or out the other. It's like, um, um, taking in what I need to take in and filtering out what I don't. Got you. That makes sense. You know? Because we and could that, get I mean, all pissed off. But. Here lately, at first, I was just, I would get so aggravated when um, someone would send me something. And I'm just like, I, I don't even know why I talk to you. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, why, 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 are we, why am I still, for, who, what is happening? Stop. Fine. <laughs> you, you need to get a puppy. You need to get like a teddy bear or something that you can cuddle with. I am not the one for you to confide all of your stuff. Yeah, I, I'm, I just, I have a lot going on. Yes. But I'm starting to find that like I'm I'm taking on more than I normally would and I don't know if it's for inspiration reasons and I guess I, I mean I don't really consider that selfish it's just like when somebody presents you with something you it's like it um provides kind of like an idea for something else or a spark for something else or something you could elaborate on later in your own efforts your writing your blog your you know whatever you're dealing with Mm -hmm. and but i'm finding i'm taking in more things that i would be kind of like you know whatever i'm not responding to that i don't care it's easier for you to shrug it off at this point (laughs) yeah I think it's like okay, if you want, if you need to tell me, go ahead and spill it. <laughs> but and, you know, hopefully it helped you in whatever aspect. I have no advice at all, but it did spark a blog post. <laughs> you, so you, I mean, some people might find it like you're not even listening to people. You're being selfish. Well, I mean, okay. They can call it that, but at the end of the day, what you did was it's like I don't know. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. With it? If, you if you can't do anything with it, what? I mean, you have to be I able really to use don't know how to respond to it. Yes, it's important to be able to use what comes your way. So you're not internalizing yeah. it in a way that's going to distract you from the path that you're on. But what you are doing is allowing them to vent, which is important because you know people need to vent. Yeah. But then at the same time, you're like, wait. You just sparked inspiration. You can find inspiration anywhere. And that's proof of it. That's a beautiful thing. I'm so glad that you said that because, you know, think of how you could take it. You could just choose to get annoyed and upset by it. And then it would lower your vibration and pull you down into. Exactly. Into crap where you're like, I'm not allowing you to move me from where I am. And maybe this inspiration will actually move me up a little bit. And then maybe I lifted you up a little bit by letting you vent. So everybody wins. Because I, you know, I think you need to practice empathy and everything. It's, you know, and I feel like, I mean, if you allow someone's face to vent to you, like, okay, go ahead and get it out. But it's also in me listening to you, I'm benefiting in a way because it's sparking some of my creativity. Yes. I feel like that's a win-win. That person got to vent. You got some inspiration in some way to, um, you know, further whatever it is you're doing in your life, whether it's a blog post, a book, or, you know, whatever you're writing. I mean, it could be a, a social media status. Yes. I mean, you know, 
whatever it is, it's a win-win. They got to vent, and you got inspiration. That is, you know, it was just a give and take. That is a graceful way, I think, to walk into Leo season with what you said, because you're still focused on yourself, but you're not being Mm -hmm. selfish. Exactly. Get it. See, this is what I'm talking about. Normally, I feel like most people feel like you have to make a choice between either or, and there is no, you know, middle ground that will help everybody. Yeah. And it's it's I not mean, true. If, if people feel um, comfortable enough with you, are drawn to you to tell you about something, I mean, just, you know, what is it really hurting? Just give them that space to get it out. You don't know what it's going to spark in you. Maybe it'll, it'll. I mean, you know, if, if you're a writer or if you're a public speaker, anything, it may um, inc- um, influence your speech yeah. to an audience. It may influence your um, blog post to your, your readers. Anything, give them that space to be whoever they are. They just need to get it off their chest. And you may be able to use it as fuel in whatever you're progressing toward. Yes, yes. And I do want to say, I don't feel like everybody can do that, not because they don't have the potential to, but if you feel yourself unable to, to hold that space for somebody else and still, um, you know, focus on yourself, then I can understand them not doing it. But for anybody looking yeah. for a way to balance the energy of caring about yourself, but not like steamrolling all over people, being that boisterous, what you're saying is perfect. And the reason I think it's perfect, especially is with this lunar eclipse, it's going to conjunct Mars in retrograde. And that's literally the strongest influence that's going to be involved in this eclipse. So a lot of us are going to be feeling extra, like... (laughs) extra i mean mars is how we aggress ourselves it's about sex and then you've got this energy um of just wanting to i'm trying to think of a way to put it because the eclipses also are a point of manifestation they're not just about release so you know a lot of people are feeling themselves and they're stepping into themselves in a way that they haven't before Definitely. I know personally that I'm stepping into myself, Mm -hmm. Um, just like I shared with you earlier today with, um, you know, my feelings toward um, social justice and what I'm dealing with at work, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. I am, it seems like I'm becoming a completely different person because whereas a couple of years ago, I didn't feel like I was experiencing racism. And now all of a sudden I'm, I'm just tuning into, you know, different aspects of racism. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, that's what it is. That's it right there. That's, you know, that's it. And it's, um, it's agitating. Right. You know? And I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I was completely blinded before. I guess it was just like I was focused on other things. I was focused on my career. I wasn't focused on how much racism was an issue in my workplace. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm moving toward something else and I'm trying to get out of that career and do something else with my life, um, I'm starting to tune in to, to more of that. I can I can feel Leo season pushing me. That that's my North Node. You know, I don't know every single thing about astrology, but I know enough to know that this is um, projecting me into 
what I am about to come into. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm changing, and I feel that, and I feel it because I'm tuning into things that I didn't tune into before. And I think that's a great a great theme for you for this um, lunation that we're going into because, you know, Mars being retrograde anyway can, you know, cause you to like kind of focus inward some of that aggression. And I'm not saying that you're being aggressive in what you're noticing. It's just that you're feeling more compelled to do something about it. You're noticing it more, you know, and I've been in a situation before too, where stuff that used to fly, especially at work, because you spend a lot of time with people at work. Yeah. Like a lot to the point where sometimes it's like, damn, if you really did the math, you would be like, I'm around you guys more than anyone. You know what I mean? That's I, I feel like I'm 50% at work and 50% at home. Mm. It is a it is an equal divide. I spend just as much time at home as I do at work. I work a 12-hour shift. I'm an emergency 911 dispatcher. You know, and it just, um, it's a, it's a lot of time. It's a 12 hour shift and it's a lot of dedication. Yes, definitely. And it takes, it takes not only for you to be dedicated, but also your, your empathy has to come into play. Cause I told you this, I just said it today. I don't know if I could do it It because yeah. I feel like I would just be, a, a bowl of jelly tears, if that makes sense. Like yeah. that, I would just collapse into that because, you know, I know you've had to find a balance between empathizing with people, but then at the same time, being the one to take charge in the situation to A, get them help and B, keep them calm. Yeah. So that's a it, lot. It really, it really takes a lot out of you. Um, I, I don't even know how I've been in it for 10 years. Um, it's, you have to just kind of, um, you have to maintain your empathy for the people that you talk to, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you have to tune yourself out. And it's, it's really hard, you know, it may seem like, you know, well, you can't be empathetic and, and tune yourself out, but you can. Yeah, you can. You, you have to. You definitely There's do. There's a little part of you that you have to tuck away just for your own well-being, at the same time being empathetic for the people that you're talking to on the phone. Um, you just, you, the, when you pull up and you walk in, you walk through the door, you never know what the day is going to bring. Hmm. Um, I mean, it could be just, it could be an easy day where nothing happened. You ran a couple of um, license plates and it was no big deal. Or you could have um, a murder, or you could have um, a sexual assault, and yeah. or or something involving a child. You you never know what's going to happen when you walk through the door, and um, I think it takes a special type of person to be able to handle that. I don't, you know, I never knew that I would be that type of person until I got into the career that I would be able to be empathetic and at the same time tune out. Mm. I got you. Know, you. It it just doesn't seem like that would mix well, but it, it but it does. It does. You you don't even understand until you're actually thrown in the hot seat and you're taking these calls and you feel the person's pain, but you tune out so that you can come home and be 
the person that you need to be at home. Yeah, yeah. You, so it's in a way, it's protecting your energy while still yeah. being able to expand it to others, which, you know, that's the type of service and dedication that it it takes a strong person to do. Because, you know, I mean, I just was at the DMV today. And, um, well, <laughs> everybody knows that's a long-ass uh, wait, usually. I mean, I've only ever been to the DMV and not had to be in there for hours upon hours, maybe once in my entire life. But for some reason, I seem to encounter people there that really hate their job. Today was a nice experience. I'll, I'll give it an A+. Plus. But usually (laughs) it's not like that. You know what I mean? And you you think about that. If those people had your job with their funky attitudes. Yeah. I don't think that would go well. So, you know, I, I thank you already for the service that you did, but I'm, I'm gonna do it on air because again, we need people that are able to do that. And I know that you're being called to something bigger at this point. So I, I, again, it's a thank you for what you're doing while you're doing it, but still recognizing that you're you're growing and going to something new. And this energy, child, this energy tomorrow, <laughs> woo! I'm really looking forward to it um, because we're we're going to eclipse all the shit. <laughs> That's how I've been putting it. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 so ready to chop just put everything on the shopping block. Um, I've had this career for about 10 years and I, I honestly thought that I could do it another 10. I don't think that it's in me <laughs> to do another 10. I don't want to be a cranky um, emergency dispatcher that's like snapping at everybody. I want yeah. to leave with my sanity. Mm-hmm. Go out on top. <laughs> yeah. And and I I feel yeah, that I want I want to leave when I'm still in good spirits and everybody thinks oh she was she was really sweet before you know I get like all old and cranky and I'm like cursing everybody and everything you know for mm-hmm. simple stuff hey can you print me out something I'm like you know what fuck you print it out <laughs> I don't want to be that. yeah you I don't, don't... want to be that person nah nah because when you see people that get there we've worked with people that are like that we've been serviced. Um, by people who are like that, like, you know, when we've had to deal with different companies, I know, especially when I did customer service, I felt that coming for me. So that's how I knew I had to exit Yeah. because yeah. I was like, I'm the one that usually gets a kick out of taking the difficult customer and taking them from, you know, up into the rafters with their anger to down here, you know, and having yeah. their, their problem taken care of. And then when I started feeling like, uh, oh, fuck these people. Yeah, I can't do that's, this no that's more. When it's time. That's when it's time to go. That's like your number one sign. You know, like, man, as soon as you answer the phone and you roll your eyes, like, you know what, fuck you. <laughs> you, you really need to go home. Yes, it's time to start manifesting some other type of uh, reality for yourself yes. with your job because... And I'm, I'm pretty much at that point. I think that 10 years... I, I, re- I honestly don't think that anybody in law enforcement or um, emergency management should go past 10 years. Okay, okay. I can see that. That's a very um, emotionally stressful 
job too. So your, your energy is drained by it, even though you're helping other people. And I mean, if our cup don't continue to be full, then we really can't pour out to other people. And since the eclipse is tied to, you know, the change in circumstances and, and things like that, I think it's very fitting that you're coming to these realizations now. And I think it's really cool that other people can listen and understand that if they're going through these feelings where they don't quite like, they feel like disconnected from what's there every day that they'll know they're not alone and that it's okay. Yeah. You're just being called somewhere else. You're being called to a different and higher purpose and it's good to just accept it. Yeah. I, I really think that I'm being called to a different purpose. I still want to be of service and I still want to help people just in a different way. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've served my purpose in law enforcement and that it's time for me, you know, to do something else. It just, it takes a toll on you, no matter how tough you think you are or how you are, um, handling what's going on at work. It, it still takes a toll on you that you don't know, even know about, um, Law enforcement even ranks very high on PTSD. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even think about it. You feel like you're handling it just fine. But mostly all um, law enforcement relationships end in uh, divorce. Wow. You can even check the the um, statistics on it and see for yourself that you know, most, um, they, they have the most, um, family violence, um, divorce, any type of, um, family issue and things like that. Wow. And I mean, and it, it, but you know, you think that when you're at work that you're, you're finding a way to handle everything and tune everything out. But once you flip that switch to numb yourself to what you're going through at work, it's real hard to flip it back when you get home. Mm, I, I could see that. Because you're on guard and, and have to be. Yeah. How do you just, like, not be on guard? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not it's not easy. You can't flip it when you get when you pull up in the parking lot of your job and then flip it back when you get home. It's either you're numb or you're not. Mm, and damn. that's really, you know, that, that's, that's the best way to describe it. Once you flip it to be numb, you're going to be numb everywhere. Wow. And that's profound because once you go numb everywhere, yeah. what, what are you missing out on? Exactly. How are you, you emotionally don't even present? Know what your true feelings are about yeah. anything because you've cut it off so that you can handle. And I mean, when you think about it, you spend 12 hours. Most um, law enforcement shifts and dispatch, it's going to be 12 hours. So for 12 hours of the day, you flipped your switch. Ciao. <laughs> you know that's and a long you shift come home and you have a few hours with your family and then you go to sleep because you have to get up for work the next morning and then that's 12 more hours that you have to flip your switch at some point you're not going to be able to flip it back and you're going to every day is going to bleed into the other yeah yeah and when when it becomes groundhog day like that and then you're numb Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like a zombie at that point like yeah. not even experiencing life you're pretty much a, a robot and I, I've, I've noticed in, in just 10 years of being in this profession I've noticed a change in myself um, I used to be the, the very aspect of a Libra a social butterfly and all about people and friends and groups of people and wanting to do things 
And when I got into the, this repression, um, it made me, um, I was able to, I was shy, but now that I've dealt with the public and I've been a service to the public, mm-hmm. I'm more open to just, you know, striking up conversations with people and everything, but I'm not fully present. Mm. I can see I that. I can strike up a conversation with anyone about anything, but I'm not fully present. It seems like once you've, um, it's like you tuck a little part of yourself away, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I mean, you may be able to unlock that person again later and you may not. It may just stay locked away forever, but it's like once you tune out, that's just the mode that you're on and you handle every situation like that. It's like you put on a face for the Mm -hmm. public and that seems to be the same mask that you wear for family and friends and everyone. I, I can honestly see how you will lose your identity in that because you have yourself um, you have a mask on for everything. Wow. And what a shame to lose yourself to the point where it's not even going to be easy to find yourself because you've worn the mask for so long. It's become like, it's like it's glued to your face, so to speak. Yeah, it, you, it's, it's pretty ironic that, you know, the mask that you wear becomes your identity. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. So if anybody is feeling at all um, with their profession that they're noticing any of the things that we're talking about. It is okay. Absolutely. Okay. For you to release that, like, and, and, and really get to a place where you realize, Hey, for the betterment of myself and my sanity and my health, I might need to move on to something different. I know there's fear there, but we talked about pushing past fear at the beginning. We're not going to let fear put us in the corner. Leo season is about being courageous. It is about coming from the heart. Um, So you've got to face things on full. And cancer season provided us with lots of time to deal with the undercurrents of emotions and all of that stuff. So now if these things have popped up during cancer season and they're, the spotlight is on them, it means that this is what you should be paying attention to. So I think it's really fitting that this time frame has brought you so much insight and clarity, you know, just being able to even break things down in that way. You know what I mean? Because imagine yeah. if you just felt off at work, but you didn't know why. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you couldn't really just put your confusion. finger on it. Yes. Confusion is a motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it's, again, a beautiful thing that you're able to be aware of this stuff. And plus, we're going to be under the, uh, the aspect um, astrologically of Mars squaring Uranus. And I tell people all the time, squares in astrology are exactly what they sound like. It's like, if I told you square up, we about to fight. (laughs) Like, you know, these energies are not really liking each other and somebody is going to have to get it. So when Mars is squaring Uranus, and I love saying Uranus instead of Uranus, I'm such a child. Uh, (laughs) I'm such a child. I love it. (laughs) It's, It's this, you feel this impetus, this urge to just like break out. You yeah. want to rebel. So that's another aspect that I think is going to help some people with this eclipse to get out of their comfort zone. Like you said yeah. in the beginning, to break free, you will not want to deal with 
the shit you've been dealing with. So we want to use this energy to our advantage. And we're going to do the snip snip of all the stuff. Everything's getting eclipsed. She pulled out the she giant pair. She clipped uh, every damn thing. <laughs> clipped that shit. Put it on the shopping block. They can catch these scissors. Yes, catch the scissors. We don't have time anymore for, um, especially reoccurring themes. Think of the yeah. things that keep coming up and you're not yeah. dealing with them because you're scared to press past them for whatever reasons this isn't the time for that we are setting the stage for the next six months at this time people some people say a year when it comes to eclipses um but i'm serious i'm feeling an impetus for change i had to break out of my comfort zone um and and with the podcast even and be like look you have plenty to say that's why we're having this talk right now the things that i talk about with the people that i'm closest to are usually so profound. I'm like, why am I not, why am I not putting this out there? <laughs> Hence this conversation, because there's so much yeah. wisdom that I gained from you and so many different things that you've been able to teach me through your experiences that mirror back to me what I need to be paying attention to. Yeah. I and love you know it. my comfort zone. I'm <laughs> just all like, as soon as you, you were like, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? It's like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> And I because know I'm just, you know, I think I'm the biggest dork in the world, and I'm just like, oh god, and but I'm trying to break free of that and take on more opportunities. And thank you for doing that of myself, so that I can rediscover who that I am. I know that there's another me in there, and I want it out so I can meet her. You know? Yes, yes, and I'm so grateful that you recognized for a minute you was like what wait did you just ask me that but at the same time i know i really panicked for about five minutes oh, she knows she knows my anxiety and i understand Why it is she asking me? I, I definitely understand it because you know that's another thing that people don't talk about enough i can say to you and know a hundred percent that you will understand my little anxiety moments my yeah. like You'll un and they're not little when I'm going through them. I'm calling them little. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> but that's me just trying to, I guess, diminish them in a way to show that I can conquer them. But I know yeah. that in the moment they don't feel small. So it was, I was like, oh my gosh. I knew as I typed that out to you, I took a <laughs> breath and I was like, she going to kill me. She is going to kill me. And then I I'm like, you said question. I was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> she said here it comes you felt the energy you knew something was coming because you know i normally wouldn't fr frame anything with hey question i would just ask yeah. the question <laughs> so you knew it was a setup <laughs> but you know i'm i'm where i am in life now i mean i'm in october i'll be 38 and i am just really on this journey of being a better me and i know that to get to that better me like, I, I can see her. You know what I mean? Yes. And I want to be her. I see her. I can feel her vibe. I want to be her. And the way that the the uh, future me is, is she became that by stepping out of her comfort zone. And I want to step outside of mine. Yes. I want to get to where she is. I want to be her. And I guess I'm just coming to this point in my life that I want to step outside of all of that and 
you know, my shyness and everything, I'm, I'm just kind of like, you know, I've had, I let fear dominate for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. Fear gets the middle shit. finger. Middle finger I don't to the care fear. If I'm a big dork. Whatever. Because I'm a dork <laughs> yeah. right along with you. Somebody that's why we bond. Feel what the hell I'm saying. Yes. That's why we bond. But see, I think embracing that dorkiness kind of, kind of helps some things because think about it. Think about it. Think about it. If we didn't embrace that, we wouldn't even be able to laugh about calling ourselves that or the fact that we have anxiety or a bunch of other things. But it's it's wonderful to me that you, again, I'm going to keep thanking you for pushing past that fear because that is exactly what we need to do right now. It's imperative to our own well-being. You will never, ever, ever, ever meet the best version of yourself if you're too scared to. Yeah. You know, I don't even think that I could probably step outside of my comfort zone if it wasn't for you. If it was someone else, I'd probably be like, you know, no, nah, I don't, don't want to do that. <laughs> but you have, like, no, no, I'm not feeling it. I'm about to, I got to go to work in the morning. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> but you have always encouraged me or like made me want to be a better me. So when Aww. you ask, it's just like, you know, well, well okay. I'll step outside of me and and I know that there's going to be nothing but good on the other side of it. So yes. I'm just like all for it. Even if it gives me, you know, even if my heart sinks to I'm just like, oh God, I don't even know what I'm going to, I'm just, you know, whatever. Okay. You know, and I think that you need people like that in your life. You need people that pull you out yes. of your comfort zone. Sometimes you can't pull yourself out of that, but you, you know, the universe sends you people that give you that courage you know you may not have it yourself but that's that's how you find it you find it in your best friend you find it in the person that is your muse yes um, you know pumps you up and you're just like you know fuck yeah i can do that shit so i'm just (laughs) like as soon as you ask i'm like i can do it on the inside i'm like no no you can't sit down yes <laughs> but i was like all for it just because you asked and it's, you know it's 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 you you need people like that in your life to make you challenge yourself you know yes yes i agree and i'm so glad that i could be that for you because you've done it for me and i'm sure there will be something that you ask me to do that i ha- feel that panic in my chest and i decide <laughs> <laughs> i decide to punch that panic right in his throat <laughs> <laughs> and and go along with what I need to go along with in order to be the best me ever. So thank you because I couldn't I couldn't think of anybody else that I'd want to have a conversation about eclipsing shit with <laughs> more than you at this point, especially given the fact that we've both been experiencing um some major themes of cancer season ending and then Leo season beginning, and I just found it so very fitting but i do want to i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot for a minute just because i'm gonna big up you so don't be mad at me um but she's amazing at so many different things you guys um it is even hard like i said at the beginning for me to put her into a category but i hope she will come on to the podcast again and i hope that you guys will check her out can you let them know a little bit about what it is that you do um, outside of your job that makes you so fabulous? Because we, we already know, but I want the world to know. Um. Well, <laughs> <laughs> putting me on the spot. Right on the um, spot. <laughs> I 
am a blogger outside of my 911 dispatching days. Mm-hmm. Um, I blog at um, the loopy paper geek dot com and it's my sole identity right now but i am also pushing forth some other things that you'll be able to find on www.com www.thelooppapergeek.com um i will have updates of my new blog site and things like that um i am also a life coach and you can find that website at www.rosita r-o-s-i-t-a w brooks.com and um i'm just now getting back into some of my life coaching um she's excellent at it y'all right now um, I've been focusing just on my career for a little bit, but I am just now about to delve back into my life coaching uh, website. I love and it. And I really <laughs> I don't know where it's going just yet, but I will update soon. <laughs> and I love that you don't know where it's going, but you know you're called no towards it. Idea. I have no earthly idea, but I'm just I'm, I'm doing whatever I'm called to and hopefully it is um, everything that I want it to be. It will be. Everything that I envision in my mind, I hope that it is. Yes, because it sounds counterintuitive to people to hear, well, you know, because a lot of people will go, well, if if I went outside and didn't know where I was going, then how was I going to get there? But <laughs> the the thing about it is the just universe... Just go outside and just walk. Yeah, just, just go, go outside and walk. I don't know where go. I'm going. But the universe is a paradox. Everything's a paradox. So as much as something is, it isn't. So with that in mind, if you don't know where you're going, but you know you're not standing still, that's better than not liking where you are and still standing still. Yeah. You're going to draw to yourself. And I, I had a day where that happened to me today in a way that I was unexpected. So it just like reaffirmed it. But you're aligned to the fact that you're called to a greater purpose. You don't have to have all the details right now, y'all. She don't have to have yeah. all the details. Y'all don't have to have all the details. You just have to have the intention. Yeah. And stay, exactly. yeah, stay in the vibration of your intention. And the universe is going to pull towards you that which you need to get where you're going. The pieces will fall into line, but you got to stay in accordance with that and that's the beautiful yes yeah so even you heard what she said it's so weird that some people would probably be like that makes no sense no it makes perfect sense i can totally admit that i i have no idea where i'm going all i am doing is what i'm called to do yes i write when i feel like i should write um my social media i post when i feel like i should post it just whatever i'm called to do at the time that's that's what I'm doing. I have no earthly idea which way it's going to go, but I'm just going to strike out and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you're open, you're brave, you're going to embody um the energy of Leo and just put yourself out there and whatever is drawn towards you, you attract it and you know it's for you. So, you know, we're staying in this positive energy and it does not matter um, whether or not we can name exactly every single step to where we're going or what we have to do. We just know we're called to something higher. So I'm encourage, encourage, excuse me, everyone to embody this, this energy because everything's getting eclipsed. That isn't for you. 
it's eclipse, eclipse cut, snipped, kicked in the balls, <laughs> head chopped put off. It on the chopping block. I have been, you know how much I've been saying, put it on the chopping block, and nobody, everybody's just looking at block and crazy. Put it on the chopping block. If you don't know, you'll know. Time. Put it on the chopping block. It's Take getting a meat cut. cleaver to that shit. <laughs> it, is gone. it no longer serves, so it has to go away. Because we can't yes. look, you can't manifest what you want if you're caring about around a bunch of shit that you don't want. It's exactly. it's just that if you're carrying it around energetically, emotionally, doesn't matter. So I'm encouraging everybody. Tomorrow, when we have the longest lunar eclipse that we've had in 120 years, blood moon eclipse, full moon eclipse, let that shit go. Be open to the universe to bring towards you what it's supposed to. Let go of things that don't serve you. If you do a ritual or whatever the case may be, get it in. I kind of feel compelled not to do a ritual this time. It sounds weird. But like, my- I, you know what? I, I felt like that too. Like, I'm just going to. I'm just going to let it wash over, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I have all of my intentions, you know, I have all of it. And I just feel like, you know, I don't have to do a ritual. Everything's just going to just wash over. I feel completely confident that everything's going to just wash away as it needs to. That's a beautiful thing because, you know... There's nothing wrong with rituals, but for some reason, no matter what I sat and thought about, it didn't feel yeah. right. So I'm going to go with what I feel and trust my intuition and make sure that, you know, I don't let anybody else take me off that course. So, you know, peace to everybody doing what they have to do under the full moon um, tomorrow. But what I'm going to do is look up at it. Enjoy yeah. it, take in the energy, and probably charge some crystals. Soak it up. Yes, Soak it up. <laughs> and that'd be it. <laughs> N- none of my usual stuff, which I'm sure some people who are not spiritually inclined would be like, "You do what under the moon?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you, you say? You're drawing down the moon. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing that? Are you Bruce Almighty? Is it like that part in the movie where he wanted to make the <laughs> the moon look bigger so it would be like a more romantic setting for him and Jennifer Aniston? You and... gotta pull it to you. You gotta pull it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that like just to think of how weird just a few years ago some of the stuff that we talk about would sound to us. Like before yeah. it was even a blip on our radar. Yeah. If somebody mentioned drawing that you do what? <laughs> you you do no there what are you you are crazy. Well guess what? I, I'm I'm pretty damn crazy right about now because I have drawn down the moon and it was pretty nice. See, I have oh, not I done that yet. Pretty spectacular. I heard what she did. We had a conversation about it and I said, Well shit. <laughs> I, nice. I need to experience that. And the fact that you know what's so funny? Because when you said that, I think I had just had this thought about how far I came when it even just came to crystals. And that to me was a simplistic thing because I remember the first time that someone told me, you know, besides the fact that I, I found crystals to be pretty, you know you know, all the different kinds. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty. And somebody was like, oh, they have healing properties. And I looked at this woman, like a third (laughs) eye popped up like under her mouth. And then like she grew an arm out of her head. Like, ma'am, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? Did you just say a rock just could heal you? 
I was like, stop playing. Stop. But it's so funny that what a difference a matter of years make. Cause now I'm like, yeah, if I don't have, um, certain crystals near me, which I meant to ask you, which, which ones are, are catching your eye right now? Like, what do you have to have near you? Now, you know, you know, I love my amethyst. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's, it is my heart. And so, oh my goodness, but um, I have also fallen in love with um, the obsidian. Okay, okay. I'm falling. I don't even know why. It's just I. I just it I'm called to you for some reason that I haven't even figured out yet. But amethyst is my everything. And um, let's see. Um, I love. I'm loving the rose quartz mm-hmm. right now. Um, that, that's really all that I have near me, you know, all the time. I hear you. I just started getting opening up to tourmaline and just cause it was pretty when I saw it and someone has suggested to me in, in the places where you can actually just, you know, cause we do a lot, a lot of online shopping. I already know, you know, yeah, <laughs> but so out of control. Oh I, yes. Balling out of control on a budget on the internet, getting a deal. <laughs> But someone was like, stop buying your crystals that way all the time. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, no, because new ones will call to you if yeah. you're if you're yeah. in their presence. And I was like, oh, well, okay. So I'm, maybe that'll be something that I give myself as a manifestation present for the, the full moon. Because, you know, I'll, I'll go somewhere where I can physically handle them, look at them, touch them, feel yeah. them. And, you know, be able to pick something up. Because if you leave me alone with the internet, <laughs> yeah, you already uh, know. Yeah, it's, it's on. I even, I went to the um, Magic Cauldron in Houston mm-hmm. and was just, you know, playing around with the person. Oh, this is pretty, this is pretty. And a red jasper called out to me and I was like, oh, I want this. And so I got it. Well, here recently I gift. Um, gave it as a gift to someone else mm-hmm. that I felt needed it. I guess I felt like it had served its purpose for me, and I gave it as a gift. But um, so I, yeah, I, I do believe that um, when you go and you can actually be around the crystals, that one will call out to you. It's, it's the same as tarot cards. Um, yeah. If you're around them, you know, a, a certain deck will call out to you, and you'll just be drawn to that deck, and you won't even know why. And you're like, I want this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I still want that, that, um, golden, what was it? Golden, please, please remind me the golden one, the black it, and gold it, the, one. Yeah. The, um, it, it was, it was just the golden, it was the golden, golden tarot. tarot the, oh my God. It's so beautiful. Was it the golden Egyptian, um, the best tarot as, as far as receiving, if <laughs> it says, um, if you steal it, <laughs> what, wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna go and say just how you know what swipe that. <laughs> oh my and god, that's gonna be the perfect set for you. Ooh, I don't know. I'm just, but they also say that if you are um, given a gift of a tarot deck, that is good. So we're gonna go with gift. Okay. I'm probably gonna have to gift you that golden tarot because okay. I don't want you swiping it and then you be in jail and I have to bring you like cookies, you know, commissary day. 
She said she really wanted that deck. Damn it. Like, I, I told you that I was going to get those for you as a gift. And you just had to steal them in without going to bring you damn cookies and shit. <laughs> I'm tired of coming up here with cookies and shit. Put money on my books, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I would love to receive that. Because, you know, I use the app for anybody who... Who doesn't do know about it. it? I love it. Yes, it's it's gorgeous. Like I just really like the feeling that I get from it, and I'm just learning tarot now. So, you know, I kind of feel like a novice so much so that I didn't yeah. think I had the right before to be picking different decks. And then I'm like, that's ridiculous. Why would you even in your head, you know, concoct that just because you're new at something doesn't mean you could, you know, go and say, oh, I would need this one. Because I only have, I have the Angel Therapy deck, and that's yeah. it. My deck is, um, I have, well, I have the original deck that um, I started with just to learn, mm-hmm. and then um, I have the, I just got the, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's the, um, wild animal um i can't even think of what it's called i bought it because it was so pretty i'll have to look at it again to see what it's called and then i ended up buying the golden tarot and then i have my original deck and i just have those just for you know they're just stuck to the side but my original deck that i started out with i can be just in the kitchen cooking and my deck will call out to me and i'm like okay you know like what what is it what do you? What you trying to tell me? I'm over here trying to cook. You must burn up a food trying to see what you talk about. I can hear it, and I'm like coming over here like getting my cars. You know, I'm like, you know, what is it? What What is it that you have to say? And my my gold deck that I do have, I originally wanted to have like all the um major and the minor framed, mm-hmm. and like I wanted to hang them on the wall. Oh. I didn't even want I didn't even want to use that deck, you know, for anything but to hang, you know, I wanted to put it in a, have it framed and put it on the wall. Now see yes, all these uses so pretty. I know so pretty. you're gonna you're gonna fuck around and you're gonna have a golden tarot birthday present. <laughs> I will have a whole fit because I, I don't know why, but for some reason They're as so soon pretty. as I saw it and you showed me it, I was like, well, damn. Um, why do I feel so struck by its beauty? And you know, there's an um, um, there's one that's um, well, the artist, I believe she's African American, and she just like all of the cards are um, African American. I mean, they're they're absolutely beautiful. I need to I'll see that. I'll have to find the link and send it to you because I. You know, yeah. I have a thousand things running through my mind at one time. Thank There's you. no way that I can cipher through all of that stuff and think of what that deck is called. I also saw but a hip hop one. Absolutely beautiful. There was like Tupac and Jay Z and all this, and you know, I went crazy. And this, yes, and the lady I kept selling out of God. it. Yes, I and need she to know. Drew every last one. Of yes, them. yes, her art was oh, amazing. It was too much. We need to find that. I wonder if she's back in stock because it was a while ago, you know, when I first saw it. There's some stuff that I just see and I'm just, I just scream. When you see me, that's like, oh, oh, God. Oh, I need it in my mind. I'm like, oh, that is I'm genius. Not until I, oh, my God. I need I to need, have it. <laughs> I need to see what Tupac is trying to tell me. <laughs> I, I love it. For me. I need to see. And the detail and the artwork was just gorgeous. And I was like, it was, it was absolutely amazing. I wish that that was one of my talents drawing. I'm, I'm happy with 
I, I love all of my gifts and my talents, but oh, if I could draw, you'd be you you would be Lord. I'd be coming to you for more. Wouldn't nobody know what to do with me. I know that's right. I know that's wouldn't right. Wouldn't nobody know what to do. With, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I'd be like, you draw me a tattoo. Yeah, just like, hey, like I got you. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I can see that being so much fun and so dope. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll just work on our drawing skills or something. But I know. I, look, I was about to say you let me fool around and discover that I got some hidden talent I didn't know nothing about, and I started drawing on something or painting and something. Hey you know, now, it's just started working out. That's it. Hey, I'm let. I don't want to hear nothing else. About I'm quitting my job today. Yeah, let the full <laughs> moon bring that out. I'm gonna spend the rest of my life painting, and ain't nothing y'all can do about it. <laughs> Y'all gonna love my painting. See, I, I think y'all with, gonna buy this work. Yes, come get this work because with this, with the sudden changes that may be occurring, you'll never know. Might you, have yeah, to put a brush know. to some paper or a canvas and see what comes out. You discover, you discover new gifts and talents like all the time. Yes, you know, it. You never know. Yes, I agree. You got to try sometimes. You hand it something new to know that your hand was good at it. I'm excited about life. That's all I gotta say. I don't know what's around the corner. I'm just excited about life. Like, I mean, I don't know. Anything can happen. A butterfly can like land on my face. Yes, yes. She said yes. The butterfly. Yes, butterfly. You're giving me life. Yes, yes, yes. Look at its wings. Yes. Flap yes. on. And you know I'm scared of butterflies though. So I'm really, I'm really like, I, yes, audience. I, I don't know why. I see like a butterfly collection of just butterflies and like a shadow box. <sighs> I need to get over it. I know it, it's it's from when I was little and my, my uncle, God rest his soul, had like these little balls with like butterflies in it. And it's not the fact that it's not pretty. I understand that. I get it. The wings yeah. are beautiful. It was seeing this little creepy body up close because it was magnified <laughs> in its little glass. And it freaked me out. It freaked I me like out. I your wings, but I ain't feeling your body. Yeah, can I? And that's just really kind of messed up. And then somebody posted on Facebook this butterfly that scared the living pants off of me. I it was huge. The, the, the one that was huge. It was yes. so beautiful. And you were like, you sent me that link, and you were like, oh my god! And I was like, oh, isn't it pretty? Oh my god! It's just a baby. I want to cuddle it. And you're just like, oh, get it away. I said my heart stopped when I saw it because it had antenna that like were so big that it looked like they were independent of themselves. And I was like, no, mm-mm. you can have all of those. And they're indigenous to North America, apparently. So I was like, oh, Lord, that means I might see one. It's not That's even one right. of it's gonna land on my face. <laughs> it's not even one of those ones that's somewhere exotic that I'd have to be to see it. It's here. Oh, no. It's right here. It's right here. <laughs> So I think I'm going to embrace the change of being able to accept the butterfly with his creepy looking little body and not... It's so pretty. I know. And I know that it represents moth, a lot. That moth, though, is, is kind of rude. But it's, it's pretty... I have a brown and yellow one. It literally ha- it has yellow polka dots what? on it. And it um always... I don't know if it's, I have no idea if it's the same one or not, but it, um, it's always either on our window or on our door. And when I'm leaving out for work, like I try to ease the door closed so I don't disturb it because it's like, it's like right there on the door. And I'm so like just closing the door real quietly and trying to lock it so that I don't disturb it. You're nice. And it's always, <laughs> you know, there. And I'm just, 
and I and I admire it. I think it's so beautiful, but I know deep down that if I shut that door wrong and it flew up into my face, I would probably break my damn ankle down the steps <laughs> because I'm just oh God, it's got me. But, <laughs> I feel your pain. It's gonna eat my face. Oh my god! Cause I but, feel like they're all the same to me. Butterflies, moths. I put you in the same category. Yeah, of like, stay it's away. So pretty, but it could kill me. Yes. I could die at any time. <laughs> I'm gonna work on that, though. I promise you. I'm gonna work on that fear. This is gonna be something. I'm gonna manifest a new attitude towards butterflies because I know that cracks people up when they hear it. They're like, "How the hell are you scared of them?" But I am. And Actually, let me change up my language because I tell people this all the time. We're not going to say that I'm scared of butterflies. We're going to say I'm working towards liking them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really scared towards spiders and I'm not working towards Neither am I. them because they're aggressive and <laughs> mean. And I live in the woods. No, I'm in the, I'm in the sticks. Yes. It's just, it's just spiders everywhere. It's like this. It's just, it's just spiders. They're, they're everywhere. You can and have I had them. a riding spider that was like attached. She ran a web from the roof to the porch. And she was the only spider that I have like ever fallen in love with. I just felt like she was here to show me something. And I just let her live. I named her Charlotte and everything. And it Aww. snowed here. And I mean, like, come on. It's like Southeast Texas. It snow, really? Yeah. So yeah, the snow I know. just like swept in and killed my Charlotte. Aww. And... But yeah, we found her and she, and she was and I was just like heartbroken. Like I'm all like on this on a side story over here talking about my pet. No, but spider. that helps me because <laughs> you you were a little off put by the spiders, but you I can't not even a little one. Like I will have a whole I will leave my house and just give it away. You can have it. <laughs> over a spider. But I fell in love with I took pictures of her. Like I got super close to her and took pictures because like I just fell in love with her. And she's a writing spider. And I even looked it up and it said that um she was she brings she she reminds you of your creativity, who you are. Oh. And I think that was my attachment. I even found myself going outside. I would go outside and in the morning time I would be standing on the porch and I would just start talking to her crazy i'm thinking like okay i'm crazy and i'm just talking to her like you know charlotte you know whatever the hell was going on she'd move a little bit i started catching moths and sticking them in her web for her <laughs> this is how i knew <laughs> wow like, i have a pet spider now y'all can't tell me shit look i just fed her <laughs> yeah i fed her a moth she's my baby and i mean when i found when i came home and she was dead in her like i about broke down and cried. And this is not me. I'm telling you, I will leave home. I will leave my car on the side of the road <laughs> if a spider was in it. I, I'm not joking. Hey, don't fuck with me. With spider, that's it. I'm, you know, but I feel I love me some Charlotte. And that's it, though. That's as far as my love goes. Charlotte, it was only one. There's not another. That's it. Every other spider can can catch these scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut your web and you. <laughs> but I thank you so much for coming on the show and for helping me push past my comfort zone because I'm going to try to embrace the butterflies. I'm going to try to embrace this change. No, let me change that. I'm going to embrace the butterflies. I'm going to embrace the change. And it's funny because butterflies would be very significant in in talking about a transformation, a change, something anew, yeah. you know, and I think that's very fitting too. See, you coming back on here, you know that, right? 
I'm I'm totally gonna do it because I was so just you know scared, and then I'm just like, oh, this was nice. I like it. Okay. See, this see? is just us being us. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And that's exactly what I wanted this platform to be. I wanted it to be a space where we could talk real, raw, and natural um, about all things spiritual and not feel like we had to hide ourselves or feel like we had to pull back. There's no reason to do that when your light is this bright. So let it shine and you come in on here again. Darn it. Exactly. The people that are meant to feel you will feel you, and anyone that does not, I mean, it's just that's that is what it is. Yes, let them go. Drop the dead weight. Know and recognize your own worth and those that see it, because those people are worth keeping. And not only are they worth keeping, they're worth you giving your energy to. So it's not just about what you can receive from people; it's about what you can give. And when that's reciprocated, it's such a beautiful thing. It is. It is such. So I am grateful for you. I love you dearly. You know that. And I can't wait to have you back on. Thank you so much for after that long 12-hour shift agreeing (laughs) to come and talk to me tonight about eclipsing all the things. Everything. Eclipse that shit. (laughs) I love you too. And thank you for just making a suggestion that made me step outside of my comfort zone. I need more of that. And I don't think that anybody else would be able to get me to step outside of it, but you. Yay. Yay. See, I have, I have some superpowers too, (laughs) y'all getting people out of their comfort zones, but everybody, again, you can catch Rosita at the loopypapergeek.com or www.rosita.com wbrooks.com and when when she comes back on i have an idea i'm not even gonna tell her yet um oh god (laughs) see see giving her anxiety already y'all but i'm not even gonna tell her yet but um it's gonna be dope and i know she's gonna really appreciate the fact that i don't tell her until the day that i would like to do it um because because she really helped me understand a lot of aspects that had to do with witchy things. And the thing about it is they get, people get scared when they hear anything having to do with witchcraft or those types of things. There's a stigma attached to it. So I have a really cool idea and we going to work on it, sweetheart. But we, what we going to do now is start getting ready for this um, full moon lunar eclipse tomorrow. I wish everybody a fantastic fantastic full moon and eclipse tomorrow be your best self shine your best light do not let anyone anyone i don't care who they are seriously don't let anyone dim your light and thank you guys so much again for listening to another episode of spiritual gangster certified again this is illy vish and good night to everybody